Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Good evening, good morning, and good afternoon, no matter where you are listening to my voice in the world. Welcome back to, to another- the Truman Show. <laughs> another episode of your favourite gay podcast, Message on the Machine. I am head anchor, age. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Co-host, I'll let you have. Joined by my um, sports correspondent. <laughs> Mitch. And on Weather Tonight, we have Jane Bunn. <laughs> you would be the slutty weather girl in like a 100%. really... 100%. Short dress. Yeah. Big tits. I remember there was like an episode of The Simpsons once and <laughs> it was like, watch the Channel 6 News or whatever, guaranteed to be a high-speed police chase or the weather girl wears a boob tube. <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought I could be her. <laughs> That's mum. I want to be her. Yeah. That could be a bit of me. What I think, though, I struggle with is like... They've obviously got some sort of, like, brains behind them to... Or are they just being told what to say? Are they real meteorologists? I know for a fact that there is one primetime weather person Mm. who is a meteorologist, but I can't remember which one it is. And all of the rest are just, like, hot bitches who slept with the right producer. (laughs) Hot bitches who love talking about rain. Yeah, a cold front. It's very much a rubbing your boobs. It's twenty five percent chance it's already <laughs> yeah. raining. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, great. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the eleventh instalment of the catch up call. I just learnt briefly before mm. we sat down. I am keeping track of everything at the moment. Help, <laughs> please. <laughs> That'll be the day. Uh, no, it is our 11th installment. We're catching up. It is the episode where we give you a little bit of a catch up into our personal lives, a little bit of a catch up into what's going on in the world. Mm. and Just th- whatever's on the mind. All things gay culture. That's it. Personal or not personal? We'll start off personal. Yeah. How are ya? She's all right. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. You she's sure? good. She's good. Yeah. You're looking a bit grey. You said that earlier and I was like, that's just not really, the, <laughs> you know, the opening sentence you want to hear from a friend. <laughs> hey, how are you? You look grey. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? And I actually left the house today being like, you look cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew if I said it twice, it would really hurt. Yeah, because I know that maybe he's not joking. No, no, I think, honestly, at this time of year, so I tan really easily. Mm. So during sun, summer, sorry. <laughs> during sun. <laughs> during sun time, I look great, obviously. Like, tan's always popping. Like, you know, I'm out and about. I'm a beach bum, live on the beach, blah, blah, blah. Tickets. Now, there's that time of year where I'm not doing that, and the, t- the tan sort of starts fading a bit. And I turn a bit of this weird yellowy. Yeah, that's the olive skin complexion. It's like yellow base. So when you don't have a tan, you just look yellow. I look, yeah. Or in I your look, case, grey. Correct. Which then in the face, it um, translates to be like quite white and grey when I'm usually quite mm. lusciously brown. See, mm. my my tan is like a red base. So I look just pink. Oh, like a little lobster. Yeah. Anyway. Like so slapped ass. That's why I've got to... Put on a little bit of face tan water, a bit of a, <laughs> yeah. a eco-tan beauty, beauty hack um, for anyone listening. Face tan water. Spritz of that every morning. Yeah. Otherwise, people start saying, are you all right? <laughs> you look a bit sick. <laughs> Just hiding the greys. Got no hair, no colour in your face. <laughs> Perfect. 
How's he going? <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, no, other than that, I'm good. How are you? How's your week? What have you Googled this week? Hit me with all of the above. Oh, you wanted me to start with Google? Go. No so, time like the present. So my Google um, is Tab F Group. Tab F Group. Yeah, so I was actually looking at that earlier being like, now why did I Google you? <laughs> you should Google why what's, you Googled it. What secrets was I trying to unfold? <laughs> and then I remembered that some person who I don't know followed me on Instagram <laughs> a couple of weeks ago and messaged me. On oh, tickets. So, you know, he's in the requests and I'm like... Who's this random American? Get the assistant to check those. No time. Yeah, flat chat. <laughs> they come in that hundreds. I'm <laughs> Hence why I'm Googling the company that he works at. <laughs> Lots of time on hands. Well, his bio said CEO of this Tab F group. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, I'm listening. Could like, be someone important. Yeah, well, exactly. What did they do? My questions are, what did he say? Um, like, hey, nothing. Okay. Much. Great. It wasn't like a, do you want to look at investing in this? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like that. It was like a, hey, handsome or something. Yeah, righto. Wrong number. Um, <laughs> but I'm a woman. I can't be handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Who said? But yeah, so I found their website that he had put in his bio and it says someone else is a CEO. So I'm not really sure who he thought he was fooling. So he's a liar. <laughs> yeah. Right. So okay. I'm moving to Chicago. So what does Tab Corp F do? It's investing. It is investing. Yeah. It's always linked back to that oh, shit, isn't it? Fucking Cryptos and whatnot. NFTs and such. Fucking hell. Move on. What about you? What was your Google? <laughs> Get a real job, all of you. Yeah, exactly. Um, my Google this week is random. Okay. So backstory is I'm getting an outfit made for my 30th. Mm-hmm. And the 30th is Bling on 30, which is like a bling and glitz and glam kind of theme. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm getting a suit made um, and I'm getting it embellished. Now. Mask the, for mask. Yeah. <laughs> huge. So I was instructed by the designer to go and check out this place called Jimmy's Buttons. Okay. In Fitzroy. If you know it, you fucking know it. Let me tell you. And if you don't, Make sure you do. I don't. Yeah. So long story short, Jimmy's buttons. They're like, yeah, yeah, go there. There, they've got literally every kind of thing you could think of. It's not just buttons. Like, oh, it's, it's not all, just buttons. All different embellishments, whatever. I thought you were being sent on a goose chase to pick out your top button. No, no, no. It's like they've got everything in terms of like fashion design. All those like anything glitzy glam. There's like different fabrics, different all the all the bits and bobs, right? Mm. And it's obviously like a known place in, for you know the fashion industry in Melbourne. Anyway, they're like, oh, she's like, oh, just be warned. It's a bit weird in there. And I was oh. like, oh, yeah, whatever. Does your designer or suit maker or whatever come with you? So I've, like, she sent me there to pick out what I like because we've already discussed what I want. Right. Um, but she wanted me to go there and check it out and blah, blah, blah. Because I said I'm happy to just do okay. that part on my own. Okay. It's a dual, uh, it's a partnership design. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Everyone's bringing something to the table. That's it. You have some lovely buttons. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, point of the Google is obviously Google Jimmy's buttons to just work out where it is. I get there, and I'm not fucking joking. Picture, it's literally like something out of Harry Potter. Like, I hope it was like this weird oh, door. Great. It just says Jimmy's Buttons spelled out in buttons on this oh. cast iron, like, warehouse door. How meta. I open the door, and I'm not joking. It's probably about what felt like a 30-centimetre walkway entrance with just tubs, all different plastic tubs just piled oh my on God. To, to the ceiling. Buttons. 
Right. Covered in buttons, and there's a button stuck on the outside of each tub. Oh, so you can just say. So what you it can is. say what's in there, and I'm not joking. I'm gonna have to go back. I'm actually gonna take some photos when I was in. I'm I overwhelmed. Was, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, if I take my big fat ass, like from the last story I told in the podcast, yeah. if I just turn the wrong way, I might. All in a china shop. Knock down a whole wall of buttons and kill poor Jimmy, who's an <laughs> 80 year old old like Greek man. So he was like making these really rude comments to this other woman, calling. A leprechaun or something because she was Irish. <laughs> oh my god! Like, really funny, but like whatever. And then yeah. his lovely wife comes around the corner and was like, took me like, and was like, don't tell Jimmy, and was giving me little buttons as samples on the side, and was like, don't tell him I'm giving you these, darling. It's fine. You go, go take these back to the dressmaker and see. Oh if my they god! Like them. This feels like a weird fever dream. It was honestly the most bizarre experience of my something life. Something from a Tinkerbell movie or something. You can't get it until you go there but I want people to start going there because it's a hidden gem of Melbourne Mm -hmm. is what I've realised I mean it's not something you just pop into for a browse though is it (laughs) well you need to be in there with a purpose it's a risk yeah browse at risk yeah that's what I'll say be called a leprechaun and be sent on your merry way Jimmy will either abuse you or buttons (laughs) will fall on top of your head god that's my Google cool so moving on from Googles then um from a button store yeah yeah, buttons and CEOs in finance. <laughs> um, we went out this weekend. We did. We lit our... Not on a date, but to a club. No, we did. We let our hair down. Mm. I say that like we've never done that before. I was going to say... I thought you were going to say, I say that like I've got hair. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> uh, no, yes, we did. We head out to the local. We had a few friends down from Sydney, which was really fun. Nice to see the gals mm. and took them out, obviously. Can I say, though, on that, Mm. there was a part of me that night that was like, am I sick of going out to a club? It's funny you should say that because I felt a very similar way. Mm. And then I thought, am I just getting too old for this shit? And then I thought, no, because I kind of like it at the same time. So I'm like, I don't think it's that. It could be. It could be. be. No, I think there was just an element of like, you know, I think for us, what people don't realise is we obviously always go to the same venue every weekend. Well, it's sort of a requirement of like going out to a gay venue because there's not that many. It's not like there's hundreds, like there are straight places to go to on a night out in Melbourne. No, correct. Or any city. Absolutely. And I would say like Puff Tuff is obviously where we go and I would say that that is definitely just the most popular go to for in Melbourne. Um, well, I mean, there's a, there's stuff in the north, but it's just far. Like, I like Puff Tuff because it's a $5 Uber home sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. It's way more local. But um, Not to reveal where I live. No. Cheeky <laughs> for all the stalkers out yeah. there. No, but I think it was just more like, maybe not even relevant to like that, but just more in general, like, clubbing isn't always the best night of your life. Like, you've got to have no. some of the wins on the board, some of the losers yeah. on the board. And there can be a great night, but, I mean, obviously we were on the phone Sunday morning having our other catch-up call that's not televised. Yeah. And I feel like we were both just left a little bit wanting. And that's not to say anything bad about the venue, Poof because... <laughs> no, not at all. They are a close friend of the show. It was just my mindset was like, I don't know if I'm in the zone. Well, tonight? I think I'd like to unpack that further because one of the things I wanted to talk about today when I was like, what's been happening with me was kind of like... The <laughs> what's been happening with me? Adrian, what's happening with you <laughs> at the moment? Yeah. One of them was this night, said night. Mm-hmm. So I kind of left that night just feeling a bit underwhelmed with 
not even not the club experience actually because there were moments and then I was having so much fun like the music was great more the crowd I think that's where my bugbear came from it was just the same heads yeah no offense to the community but that we see out every weekend yeah and at one point I looked around the room and it was like a scene from like ghosts of boys past oh. boyfriends past sort of thing it was just like a room of people that I'm like Kissed you, went on a date with you, hate you, ugly. Like, just kind of like... Well, this is really a reflection on you as much as I think the situation because you're making yourself sound like a massive trollop. Well, it's just like... And I'm not, though. I'm not a massive trollop. So I think that that says a lot to, like, the pool that we're working with at yeah. the moment in our community. It's fucking small. A venue of 1,500 people. <laughs> you've gone through them all. Well... It wasn't no, that I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. And I, I mean, I think it's the most evident when there's a fresh face in the room. Oh. And there's a swarm of beating frenzy. And you try to fight against, you know, the frenzy. I don't want to fight for someone. No. I want them to come up to me. Yeah, I want to be fought for. But look, I mean, it's a bit funny on reflection. There's actually a couple of, um, for any diehard Message on the Machine fans, there was a few... Uh, Resurrection pieces, few characters from previous episodes that were there. Then, as a part of my ghosts of boyfriends <laughs> yeah. past. Yeah. Anyone you want to mention specifically, or? Uh, we had the German. Mm. He was there. <laughs> yep. God bless. To be honest, if he's listening, he's actually really lovely. We said hello. That was fine. But it's yeah. just like a. Yeah. This is not Augustus from the canoe, though. No, not Augustus from the canoe. We're talking um, aggressive German at the time. Yeah. <laughs> aggressive breakup German. Yeah. Yeah. Then there was also Ghosting Man. Mm-hmm. He was there. From Ghosting. From episode Ghosting, yeah. Another one who I've, like, you know, semi-mended fences with. Yeah. And said hello, goodbye to. Yeah. Probably would have kissed him again, to be honest. I know you would have. Which says a lot about me. But he dogged you once more. But that just proves how small the pool is. That I'm like... proves your desperation. (laughs) Well, I'm circling back like, would I pick up that dirty old sock from the floor again? Yes, you would. Probably after that many vodka Red Bulls, maybe. Well, yeah. But daytime today, absolutely fucking not. Mm. So yeah, there was a few, few little ghosts there for me, but that's fine. Yeah, well, I got lucky, so... Oh, you did too. That's that. The most fucked was that there were one of the ghosts that was there actually for me. I haven't actually spoken about him on the show before, but he's actually ended up being super successful and is like runs like a really large Business. international fashion label. Yeah. And is doing really well for himself and turns out he was the one who got away at the time. Mm. I should have locked him down back in the day. I watched you introduce him to one of our friends and him just <laughs> fall immediately in love with him. How did so, that feel? So I connected with this person again. It was like, oh my God, hey, I haven't seen you in ages, blah, blah, blah. And then instead of us just like potentially maybe picking up where we left off, he lent in and was like, hey, who's your friend? <laughs> He's hot. And I was like, cool. Classic. Classic me just making the intros and <laughs> bowing out. <laughs> Hi, Where's yes, the bridesmaid? Hi, yes, I'm a recruiter. Yeah. Here you go. Match made in heaven. (laughs) Easy candidate. Dream candidate, yeah. That's probably another reason why I feel like we're feeling potentially how we're feeling or how I felt like anyway. I was like, well, it was just Mm. a couple of losses on Mm. the board for me. Yeah. Mm. Um, What else did you do on the weekend? So I woke up, obviously, after Saturday night, needed to just tick a few things off. Not so much because I needed to get things done, but like I just needed the mentality of I've achieved something. Absolutely. He. 
So it's very Adrian. Yeah. Got up, had to kick some random out of my bed, and then. Oh, do you want to circle back onto that or are you just going to brush over that no, one? No, that's fine. I think yeah, it's cool. all part of the course, really. I'm sick of gay clubbing. Oh, but I still take someone home and root them. Oh, it must be hard. <laughs> I didn't say I rooted him. Oh, fuck just off. had a lovely cup of lavender Earl, infused Earl Grey. Grey. <laughs> I'm like, your skin. And then... <laughs> and then... So I said to him, you actually need to get out of my house because I need to trim the rose bushes. Not a euphemism. <laughs> so I actually did trim the rose bushes out the front of the house, and then went to the market. And then I was at the market and I thought, I should actually buy something while I'm here. So I bought a second-hand book mm. and a bag of carrots. For fuck's sake. <laughs> After three hours at the market. This carrot thing, <laughs> I need to know. You still haven't really... I know it's because they're fresh and they're crunchy, but like, I just don't understand. Like, If I'm at the market, I'm mm. going for like... A beef cheek. The special toasty stand. And oh, like, no, I didn't eat any of the carrots. It was just a have. Just to chuck in the fridge. <laughs> that was my weekly fruit and veg shop. <laughs> one carrot a day. In one handy bag. You're fucking kidding me. But then the worst part is I actually ended up going out for drinks on Sunday evening. And I had been walking around all day with this plastic bag with a book and a bunch of carrots <laughs> calling it my purse. <laughs> and all the essentials <laughs> a woman could a woman need. on the go <laughs> tampons carrots and a lovely secondhand <laughs> book exactly oh i hate gay clubbing i'm sick of it out sunday night as well there's a lot of discrepancies <laughs> i'm picking up on and then i left my purse at the <laughs> at the venue on sunday night and I was messaging all my friends being like, oh, my God, my purse. And everyone was, like, looking for an actual bag <laughs> and were, like, freaking out because they couldn't find it. And I was like, no, it's just a plastic bag of carrots and a book. How will I go into my week without my <laughs> bag of carrots? A dollar ninety nine wasted. Here I am at the supermarket doing, like, full shop, go home, do yeah. my meal prep for the week. And you're just like, bag of carrots. <laughs> <laughs> bag of carrots, done. <laughs> Make room in the fridge. Oh, perfect. Oh, before I leave, though, I better get something to fuel the mind. Secondhand book. And a quick read. It's actually Charles Dickens' The Tale of Two Cities. Do you just eat a carrot a day? Or, like, what's the point of the carrot? No, I've actually been slack on carrots recently. <laughs> Hence the bag. Like, I want to know, do you cut them up? Do you eat them with hummus? Do you, can you... Play? Yeah, can do. Okay. Do you diversify the carrot experience? Sometimes it might end up in a stir fry. Sometimes it's a grab-and-go snack. <laughs> God, who would have thought this is a marketing <laughs> campaign for carrots? We should reach out to someone sponsored by carrots. <laughs> I wish. Fucking hell. I wouldn't have to spend so much at the market next time. <sighs> so, will I dream of carrots? What do you dream of? <laughs> Leading question. Well, it's funny you should bring up dreams. No, I mean, look, I hate people who talk about their dreams. They're always so boring. So boring. This one is... However. Like, <laughs> so boring, so I'll go on. Yeah. Um, no, I... Something that's been happening to me recently. Mm-hmm. I keep having dreams. Yeah. With the little asterisks there. Sex dreams. Yeah, obviously. I know <laughs> what we're talking about. I keep having sex dreams about someone that I'm probably not supposed to have sex dreams about. Mm. And it's not because they're like a relative or anything like that. Like, they're actually someone who I like find quite good looking. It's just because uh, this person... Let me guess. <laughs> they're in a relationship and we're friends with them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me as well. Yeah, there is a bit of that. Mm. Um, and it's kind of freaking me out a little bit because when I wake up from these dreams, it's not just sex, it's like we're in love. 
Oh. Yeah, and there's a lot of feelings associated oh, to God. the wake up when I wake up. So you're actually telling me that you're in love with this person <laughs> under the guise of a sex dream. I mean, bit of column A, column B <laughs> at this point. No, the other thing about this, though, is there are things about this person that I despise. Mm. That I probably, like, I could never actually probably be in a relationship with this person. And I think that the reason that you hate them, though, is because <laughs> you love them and you can't have them. Possibly. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, you Possibly. weird, sexy dreamer. <laughs> you big sex addict. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll Google that and, like, that could be some chat maybe for next week. you should Google his name. And so <laughs> next week, the big reveal can be, I've Googled him, this is who it is. Nah. Magicians never revealing those secrets, I can tell you. Not all cards are on the table, it would seem. Keep that rabbit in your hat, sir. Mm -hmm. With all of that in mind, though, I'm going to say a little bit of... I'm going to give myself a little feather in my little cap. Yeah, a bit of good news. For in all the dismay... (laughs) In (laughs) all the trials and tribulations. In all the tragedy. In all the rooms full of past boys. (laughs) A new one shall appear. Yeah. You well, know, a I, door shuts and a window opens. As the prophecy reads, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on a date. You are. And by the time this app comes out, it will have happened, correct? Well, unless the universe does what it tends to do and fucks me over, which could potentially <laughs> happen. Yeah. Then, yeah, if I get on the next app or the next catch up call and you ask about the day and it didn't happen, yeah. KMS. I think that you should post on our story on the day that this app comes out, just clarifying whether you made it on that date a thumbs or up or a thumbs down. Yeah. Didn't happen. And whoever listens will know. Thumbs <laughs> up or thumbs down, no context. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Yeah, look, I do have a date locked in, um, which is nice. It is something that I'm trying to be more open into doing. And dates breed dates. Well, I'm just giving people a go. There's nothing wrong with this person. Yeah. So, like, why wouldn't I do it? You can't fucking sit here. I hope he's listening to those romantic words. There's nothing, you know, wrong with him, per se. So why wouldn't I just go? Like, I can't sit here week after week and be like, oh my God, we don't have boyfriends. Yeah. No one loves us. If, like, I'm not also actively doing anything to, you know, tell the universe that I'm open to receiving love. Mm. Universe, if you're listening to this episode, I'm got open. a wide receiver <laughs> standing by. Open to receiving some love. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I've got a date locked in. Casual drink, it's on the cards, midweek as well, which is good. Yeah, great. Um, so, you know, see how we go. Been chatting for the last couple of weeks and Touchwood Convo's been good. So he's in a bit of real time in real life. Yeah, good. Bit of IRL. That's the clincher, isn't it? Yep. Separates the men from the boys, that IRL. Let's see. Will he make it to IRL too? Mm. Who knows? No. <laughs> Watch this space. So before we continue today, we'd like to take a quick moment to talk about our sponsor, Encore Pilates Studio. Encore is a boutique Pilates studio, which is actually located inside another establishment called... Yeah. A babushka doll. Bit of a hidden gem. Yeah, good. Um, Inside Crew Fitness and Performance, which is a, a bigger sort of gym entity. Encore has two locations in Braybrook and Hopper's Crossing. And can I just say, I'm sore. (laughs) Well, we indulged in quite a spicy little class to work out our peaches. This peach is firm. (laughs) Firm. And kind of like almost too firm, like I'm in a bit of pain, which maybe says a little bit about my Mm. fitness levels of the peach. A soft peach. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I actually have some good news for you, Adrian. Hit me. 
So Encore has kindly created a little introductory offer for our listeners, which is $50 for five classes. That's $10 a class. Unbelievable. That's $5 an ass cheek. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, $5 Prices. for half a peach. God. But no, uh, we did go down and check out Encore. Great space, really funky. Mm. The team was super lovely and actually got a workout from it. Yeah, I love Pilates. You are really into Pilates I at love the moment, it. aren't yeah. you? It's good for the hips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brittle old hips. <laughs> On to news then. Hit me. <laughs> I've I, got 20 minutes. I thought you were going to say like, yeah, let's talk about the news, not just go. No, I've got 20 minutes before I've got to hang the washing out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not always about the podcast. Like yeah, I've got a real well. life to lead. <laughs> All right, we'll throw it at you then. What have, um, you been, what have you been doing with yourself? Look, pop culture wise, you know, that's usually my... My forte. Yeah, is it? <laughs> Apparently. Me agreeing and then being like, hang on. I'm the pop culture girl in the little short dress. Yeah. Um, well, I'm reading the news. Yeah. <laughs> As people know, I don't really watch a lot of TV, mm. um, but there are certain shows that I do dedicate my time to. Sure. The new season of The Kardashians is one of them that I have allocated as enjoying okay (laughs) it's in the enjoying pile it's allowed adrian's allowed to enjoy that one okay good make time for things that are important to you as i always say do you know i don't think i've ever watched an ep of the kardashians like old or new like old or new yeah wow or in between (laughs) or big bums i'm not sure why you felt like you needed to clarify that like i wasn't sure if you hadn't watched just like any of the new season or like nothing of it keeping up because they're two different shows babe when i say I've never watched an episode of The Kardashians. You say old or new, and I say, no, I've watched season one to seven. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, point is, I'm actually quite enjoying it. I think that they're doing a really good job of keeping the cameras there when they probably might have potentially maybe taken them away in the past or right. really edited them so it's in real the past. Up. Or they're just making it seem that way a little bit more okay. for us. Whereas I think that some of the keeping up storylines were a bit far-fetched. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is like quite... Mm. in depth about each individual and what their lives are actually doing, which I'm enjoying. Well, speaking about um, times when maybe the camera should have been put away, <laughs> can we talk about little Kenny trying to cut that cucumber? Well, that's a perfect example of where the camera, why the cameras <laughs> need to stay out. I've because... never seen anything so fucked in my entire <laughs> life. And I'm like touch and go being able to chop a vegetable. It's the placement of both hands in the wrong spots oh, for me. It's like there's a level of you don't know how to cook because you have a chef and then, like, you don't know how to just hold things. Like, but, like, that's... That motion of cutting (laughs) is, like, eating. It's natural. It's normal. Like, you would just put one hand on that side and then the fork on the other. Yeah, that's such a good point. Like, has she never even cut a steak or anything? Like, have you never... Are you that rich that you get fucking fed? Yeah. (laughs) Goals. I just think they're reality, especially for Kendall and Kylie, because they were so young when they were introduced to the show. Yeah. Their whole life. Like, the other girls, obviously, yes, they their younger years were probably a little bit more humble, whereas, like, the oh, other please. two... Oh, well, it, more humble than now, let's yeah. say. Anyway, sending out some positive vibes to Kenny mm. and her <laughs> lack of cutting ability. <laughs> she, yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> I'm not worried about her. No. Flying on, though, we did touch on last week a gorgeous, mm. gorgeous, gorgeous uh, new Netflix... TV series that is out that is doing us very proud in the community. It's it quite is quite the heart stopper. 
It is Heartstopper, in fact. <laughs> oh, weird. God, you're a witch. Weird that. <laughs> I am a witch. So, Heartstopper, again, another show that Adrian's allowed himself to watch and enjoy. You're being very liberal with these. <laughs> these liberties. <laughs> and can I just say, Adrian enjoyed enjoying that one. Yeah. It was really good. And I just wanted to bring it up, I guess. I know that for obvious reasons why it's obviously a good show, but... You know, it's just like got a generally a good storyline, and but I think what it kind of does for our community, and mm. it's giving us lead characters, and it's giving us like <laughs> it's giving us life. Like no, it's giving <laughs> it's giving, it's giving us... me slay <laughs> the house down boots, Miss Thang work hunty pause up. <laughs> no, it's giving us like the storylines that we didn't get to find. When we were kids, you know, like we were trying desperately to find ourselves in straight narratives, which is why we just love like powerful women so much. Yes. But, you know, the young gays of today actually get to sit down and watch a show that's about them. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, absolutely hit the nail on the head. I think for me watching it, what I liked about it or what was, I guess, triggering in Mm. lack of a better word was it was a reminder about what it was like to be that age and be gay and Mm -hmm. come out. Like, I think we talk about coming out now. It's like, again, it's just kind of like a little bit of a default, like, oh, yeah, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But, like, when you really take it back, like, that feeling of, like, that first time that you see someone or your hand touches someone else on the the leg and, like... It's the most stressful, confusing time of your entire life. Yeah, there was just so many, like, there's, there's obviously... And spoiler alert, sorry if you haven't seen it yet, but, you know, there's scenes where, like... One of the main characters is like Googling, like, am I gay? You know, like Mm. that whole self-discovery moment and panic that you have. Yeah. That we go through. It's just, it was a lot. And I mean, aside from obviously the the gay male, I guess, um, identity that they represented, I think that they also did a really good job of identifying with all of the LGBTQs in the alphabet. I was going to say, I think one of the things that I like about it is that it's not like the white gay experience only. Like, you know, there's lesbians of colour and like trans people and yes, you know, exactly. people who just haven't actually worked it out yet. But it, none of it feels forced. It's just kind of like, this is what an actual school is like. Totally. It's all very normalised in the, mm. the way the storyline's told, which yeah. we love. Yeah. And... Yeah, it does also show the challenges that those kids face at that age, which is, yeah. you know, bullying and the confusion and blah, Hopefully blah. Hopefully not for much longer. But, but yeah, go and check it out. Um, very heartwarming, heartstopper. Mm. Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> Five stars. While we're on gay nonsense, <laughs> Eurovision. Fuck that gay shit, yeah. <laughs> it's just happened. The Night come. of Nights. Yeah. For just gay energy, really. Really, yeah. Lots of glitter and feathers. Yeah. Lots of chaos. Yeah. Lots of (laughs) Europeans. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Lots of passion. Yeah, exactly. We had a representative um, from Australia, Sheldon, gay man. Yep. Actually sort of like a friend of a friend of ours. Yeah. So proud to see him just like, you know, fulfil his dream because his whole story was like he started his career on a... Australian reality TV show, yep. like singing competition. And his whole story was like, hi, I'm Sheldon and I want to be on Eurovision one day. Oh, that's nice. So it's been like this road to Euro for him. Oh, good for him. And so he's made it. It's happened. He looked great. We're very proud. Yeah, stunning. Um, I want to quickly also just touch on 
which I think is another nice thing that Ukraine won. Yeah. They needed that. I they think. did need that. Yeah, 100%. That was yeah. nice. Good yeah. to see there's some talent coming out of there mm-hmm. after all of the dismay. Yep. Just other quick... Highlights. Gay highlights. Yeah. Um, there's this group of sisters from Iceland who had the trans flag flying during their show, which is nice. That's None great. of them are trans, I don't think. Oh, that's nice. Just yeah. wanted to do it. And then also the first ever man-on-man kiss came from Achille Lauro from your hometown of Italy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Italian stallions represent. I think he kissed his drummer. Is he gay or was it just a passionate moment? Because sometimes Italians can be a bit like that. Yeah, I know. I actually thought that too. And I'm struggling to get a straight answer. Oh. Gay or European? Question mark. Struggling to get a gay answer either. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you keep me young. (laughs) Bringing it back now to our home turf. Mm -hmm. We're leaving Europe. I've got one. Okay. That I want to bring to the table. And it's not like me to go down this road. Oh, God. One of just any sort of form of educational chat. But <laughs> yeah. two, obviously, we've got the election coming up, which will actually now have already been concluded. Is that right? By the time this goes live? Yeah. I yeah. love that you're not sure. <laughs> so we've got, we'll have a new person in house, whoever you are. Hello and welcome. Yeah. Well, could be the same. Don't fuck it up this time, please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, world's on fire. Yeah. Australia, Australia's broken. I'll never be able to afford a home. Look, we're obviously not a political uh, podcast. No, we've learned that the hard way, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're not here to pretend to be experts in something we're not. We're absolutely not. One thing I want to bring up that I have noticed, though, mm. which we are experts in, which mm. I am allowed to talk about, <laughs> is the stand that a particular political party... Name them. Which in this instance is the Labor Party of Australia. Yeah. They have decided that a part of their campaign in the lead up to this election mm-hmm. was now, I don't know, coincidentally mm-hmm. going to use a lot of what I would call gay pop culture references... Yeah. In some okay. of their social media campaigns. I have seen this. It's like social exclusive, right? Like they're not making TV ads. Correct. So they're reels on their Instagram page. Sure. Now, I obviously, this is where it starts to get controversial. Can I ask a question? You can. Would you say that these like pop culture references that they're using are specifically sort of gay suede? You tell me. Hold on. <laughs> I'll read the I'll read them out to you. So I'm currently looking at the Labor Party's Instagram. I'm on the Reels tab, and there are clips of Mariah Carey, Chris Jenner, RuPaul's Drag Race, Real Housewives of Melbourne, and the Spice Girls. <laughs> Coincidence? Yeah. They seem to have picked an audience. <laughs> I think not. Now my issue here is like you know there's two sides here. I think someone might view this and be like, oh wow, like. Yes, we're getting a mention, like they're trying to appeal to a gay audience and blah, blah, blah. That's bullshit. Thank you. And I'll tell you why. Because you're actually taking something that is ours and trying to use it as a way to win votes because you think it's cool and relevant at the time. Mm. That's our shit. That's our culture. You don't get to come in here and just use a clip of fucking Gina Liano in any which way that you want and think that you even know what that is even means. Are you... Unless there's a gay intern on that team. Oh, there's 100% a gay intern. What do you think? Some straight person's finding clips of Gina Liano. Well, that's what I think, and that's why I'm pissed off. I don't think so. I think they're trying to think like they're Googling, sitting there in their little office Googling like, what's cool? (laughs) 
I think a gay intends doing it. Well, then maybe that's allowed then. No, because if you're going to use gay references, you need to support us more. Well, then that was my follow-on point. It's been weirdly silent since the yes vote from all parties. Yeah. What else are you doing for our rights in our Mm. community besides using clips of fucking Valentina? (laughs) And weaponising trans people in sport. Like, that's the biggest issue facing our nation today. If you can't name that drag queen, then you don't get to use her clip. Yeah, right. Fucking rats. I want to talk about this other, like, honestly deranged ad that was made (laughs) by the Liberal Party, which is... Like this animated, maybe claymation sort of situation of Albanese as Gollum from Lord of the Rings. God. Talking to himself. Right. Like a crazy person. Right. With the slogan at the end, it won't be easy under Albanese. (laughs) Has someone lost their shit (laughs) in these teams? The thing is, it's really fascinating to see this political marketing. Mm. But I just feel like... As someone who knows how that sausage is made and the amount of people Mm. that would have been sitting in the amount of meetings and the amount of dollars it takes to create an animated version of a Gollum leader of the opposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody thought, this might be just not quite right. Well, this is the thing. This is what I'm (laughs) getting at. It's like, I can understand that there's obviously someone out there that's like, we need to appeal to a new audience, like to get votes, Mm. right? That's where the, the thinking's coming from. Do it properly. Yeah. Do it better. Yeah. It's kind of like, and just like that, like something about, you know, like the show's come back, but it's just not really, something about it's a bit off. Are you the gay intern at the Labour Party? (laughs) You know, all this politics is a bit like, and just like that. (laughs) Just trying to make a reference that people get. (laughs) We'll do it properly. But you know what I mean? Just something's a little bit off. Yeah. It's like the jokes aren't really landing because they're not written by the person who should be telling that joke. Mm, I get that. Yeah. Well, I'll be voting for the United Australia Party at this election, I think. Okay. Well, we'll see. Something controversial. Yeah, watch this space. Let's see. <laughs> Did your vote count? We'll soon find out. <laughs> we'll tell. Well, I'm glad I got all of that off my chest and I never want to talk about politics ever again. No. And I'm going to move away now to something a little bit sad. A, a sobering moment for the show. It's from something weird to something sad. The Kath and Kim house. Mm. Now, if you're playing catch-up, this was kind of announced a few weeks ago now by the time you guys are hearing this, but it has come to our attention and the world's attention. And Fountain Gate's attention. That's it. Much to our dismay, the gorgeous Kath and Kim house, where they obviously filmed the show, has been demolished. Mm. Now, that's quite sad in my book. I'm just so shocked that this house has not been heritage listed or something. Well, that's what everyone's been saying. I'm just surprised that I want to know things like who owned it? Why did they decide to knock it down? Surely someone would probably, like a crazy fan, probably could have bought that for like a fucking fuck. Well, I think it's sold recently-ish. And maybe that just fell through. COVID got a lot of people. (laughs) The sale fell through, so we thought, knock it down. (laughs) A couple of townhouses. Reclaimed by the council. Maybe they'll build some townhouses and then like, you know, Kath, Kim, Brett, they could all have one each. (laughs) We could do a bit of a reboot. Get her in. And just like, look at me. It's back. <laughs> House is gone. G-A-W-N, mum, gone. Could be a nice block of four. Sharon's got the back one. Yeah, of course they she would. They all live peacefully together. Finally, Kim's out. Kath would be wrapped. They've made some money on the, you know, <laughs> development. Kim's finally got her switch. 
That's it. Ebony Ray's got the best, the master bedroom. <laughs> That's how I see it. Anyway, oh. We'll talk to some producers if you're listening. Hit us up. We're keen. I saw an article that said that someone actually broke into the demolition site <laughs> and stole the front door intact. <gasps> so someone's out there with the door. That's huge. I know. Who are you? Yeah, if you're listening. Show yourself. I'd like to interview you. Yeah, we can keep you anonymous. We can get one of those little voice things that changes your voice. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. I want to know, is it a crazed fan who's like, I want this for myself? Or is this someone who's going to, like, make money from that door? I think it's a fan. I yeah. want to believe in the world. Um. So after that sad news, yeah, which then was followed by some happy news that someone's stolen this door, but... Look, we wouldn't be... Enough on that. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be news anchors if we didn't end on a, you know, the feel-good story. Yeah. So I've got one for you. Mm. It's this Australian couple, gay couple, obviously. Look at the show you're bloody sitting on. Cunts. Must be nice. (laughs) Who've gotten married. Oh, how the other half live. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Daniel Lucetta and Tobias Madden, if anyone cares to Google, have posted this, like, really great... Like, I reckon they've got a dancing background of some kind. (laughs) They've posted this video of them um, dancing to J-Lo at their wedding. Righto. And... J-Lo has somehow come across it and put mm. on her story and that's, like, obviously made their lives because, you know, they've been reposted by J-Lo as two gay it's men. pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. like, huge. Jenny yeah. from the Block's, like, reposted Jenny you. Jenny from the Block approves. And I just feel like that's really beautiful and they've obviously been now reposting, like, oh, my God, J-Lo knows who we are, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if this would do anything for them. Like, will they become... Yeah, I was, I was also thinking, like, will you leverage this? If they were smart, they would. Will you open a dance studio... Called Endorsed by J-Lo. <laughs> Jenny's Block. Jenny's Block. <laughs> Come and be from here. <laughs> People might get fooled one day by what you got, but I don't know where you came from. That could be the, the tagline. <laughs> Come and be from here. <laughs> That's why we're in marketing. I was just going to ask you, though, like, do you know what your wedding song would be? Would so, you go traditional, like, you know, Ed Sheeran or something? <laughs> Fuck no. But no something offense. slow. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. It would have be... Not Let's Get Loud. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it would be something with meaning to it, or it would be like a cover of like a song that meant something to our relationship, but it would be done in a tasteful... Right. Look, I've got a few wedding things if we yeah. want to go down that road. So like, it'd be I've like got... an acoustic remix of Good Puss or something. So, <laughs> so I want a grand piano. Oh, God. I want a grand piano. I want someone playing a grand piano on my entrance. I'm going to be run off my feet this day. I want like a Lady Gaga impersonator almost to be playing like a big white grand piano. Leg up. Leg up. <laughs> Foot up on the step. She's singing like, you know, some songs from Shallow. Yeah. It's interesting that you'd want Lady Gaga impersonator and not Beyonce. Um, Throwback to last week. Road. I'm a free man this week. I can <laughs> like what I like. Um, do you know your wedding song? I think it would be something that Ben Platt sings. Oh, yeah, nice. I would like that to feel organic, though, so I'd probably spend my entire, like, relationship with this person just sort of <laughs> playing <laughs> playing those songs when something romantic happened. <laughs> on your state, just popping it on in the car. <laughs> right. By random. Do you want a kiss? Just conditioning him to, just... like, <laughs> like Ben <laughs> And then just be like, oh, this is basically our song. Yeah, be like, oh, oh my god, that's really smart. Every time I kiss him, I just play it. Valentine's Day, it's on. Yeah, pay slip a twenty to the waiter, get him to play it in the restaurant. Hundred percent. Yeah, 
Conditioning. Conditioning. We're going to condition men to love us. I think that's great. And more importantly, to love Ben Platt so I can have my dream wedding. Maybe we should get married on the same day. Oh, like twins. We should just save save a buck. Like Bride Wars, except there's only one venue. Perfect. The boys won't mind, I'm sure, whoever they are. Oh, they won't have a choice. We'll just condition (laughs) them to get over it. Message on the machine's wedding day. Everyone's in pink and green. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, All right, ladies and gents, that is all we've got time for on this catch-up. Sure is. Thank you for tuning in. (laughs) Yeah. If this is the first time you're listening to us, please push a like, follow, subscribe, or whatever the button says on the platform you're listening on to make sure that you are the first to know when we release a new episode. And while you're there... Leave me a review, bitch, because honestly, the reviews really help us and the ratings. It's how we grow organically and we get pushed out to new audiences. So, please thanks. <clears throat> wow, Age, that's great advice. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's some more. After you've done all that, make sure you head to our Instagram, which is at Message on the Machine, to keep up with all the fun stuff that we do between our episodes each week. Wow, Mitch, you're so clever. Thanks, you too. And on that note, guys... Good luck out there. Yeah, we'll see you at the next one. This episode was brought to you by Encore Pilates Studio.